When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get our next guest on, who's an absolute talent, talent for uh, Stan Sport, FC expert. We're talking about the Bozzer. Mark Bosnich, good afternoon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you for that lovely introduction. How are you, Fletchy? I'm going good, Boz. Now, I'm underst- I understand that you're somewhere exotic because we can hear the horn, not, horn of not. a boat. Where are you? I'm not, my friend. I'm not. I'm just on my balcony, but I just heard a horn of a boat. So yes. I, was, um, I was just complaining to, to Marky and to Brooks, if that horn doesn't stop, then... Um, Something would have have to been done. I don't want to say on radio what what I, what I was going to do. I think it's quite apt. But uh, good to speak to you both. Um, I, I can I can feel the excitement for uh, in both your voices voices for the NRL to start, and just as though everybody will sense the excitement in my voice because the Champions League uh, resumes tomorrow morning yes. uh, with the round of sixteen. Yep, you can you can get that by the way. Uh, the UEFA Champions League live exclusive and in four K on Stan Sport Boz the Mark Bosnich Cup. Manchester United take on Villa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. They did on the weekend. Um, uh, unfortunately for Aston Villa, uh, despite the fact they had a glut of chances, they, they really couldn't put them away. And Manchester United, that was their fourth successive victory in all competitions. And much maligned this season, understandably so. Um, but they, they had shades of, of the old Manchester United. You know, soaked up the pressure. The goalkeeper who's come under a lot of criticism, justifiably so. Um, because of his performances, but he was absolutely ex- excellent and honor for them. And like I said, Aston Villa, um, do really every time any type of expectation has come about them this season in terms of people going, oh, they're a real opportunity, uh, they they fell over again. But look, you know, the, the bottom line is in terms of Aston Villa, they're only eight points off the lead still. Um, so I still don't think that the championships uh, or the Premier League, whatever you want to call it, is beyond them. Uh, same with Spurs. I got a lot of stick in England because I said that yesterday, but. I, I really think at this stage, as long as it's below nine points, I really still think that, that you are within a shout. And let's not forget as well, in terms of the overall spectrum, we're speaking about the Champions League. So um, Manchester City and Arsenal will resume the Champions League, uh, th- their pursuits in that. Liverpool, uh, Aston Villa are both in European competition as well. The only one who hasn't got European competition is Spurs. So they will have a free week pretty much now to the end of the season. And that's really, really important as people and, and teams become much more fatigued. What are we looking forward to tomorrow, Boz? Or is it tomorrow? No, when's the... Yeah, when's tomorrow the morning. Yeah. Yeah. No, tomorrow morning, yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely spot on. Well, the, the, the two games tomorrow morning, RB Leipzig and Real Madrid, uh, it's a bo- and Copenhagen is the game that we're concentrating on versus Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Um, a quick one on Leipzig-Real Madrid. Uh, Real Madrid's still one of the favourites of the tournament. Uh, Leipzig travelling okay in, um, in Germany. They're doing nothing spectacular. So Real Madrid... Uh, will be favourites in, in that game. Jude Bellingham, who signed uh, from Borussia Dortmund, the Englishman, has been absolutely outstanding for them. Uh, and in our game, uh, the, the reigning champions, Manchester City, are away uh, to Copenhagen of Denmark. Now, funny thing is, for, for Copenhagen, they haven't played competitive football since the last match day. So for nearly two months, because of the weather in Denmark, they have a winter break. They have what's called an Atlantic Cup, where they go to Portugal with some of the other teams just to keep themselves in shape. So... They'll be really fresh. Now, whether or not that will work in their favour or not remains to be seen. 
Uh, Mansus and I were going to the game heavy favourites, but as you both know from your own playing careers, um, when you're underdogs, you've got absolutely nothing to lose and you're going to be playing in front of your home fans. It's a very dangerous game for Manchester City. So they've got to be careful. They played each other in the group stage this time last season. Uh, in Denmark, it was nil-nil. Manchester City accounted for them quite comfortably at home. So it, it's it, 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 it's a big game because Manchester City, with all the games that they've got coming up, they want to make sure they get a good result in this first leg. So the second leg can be pre, pretty much a formality. But we've seen in the group stage, Copenhagen with Galatasaray, Manchester United, and even Bayern Munich, they push very hard. They're no easy beats, especially at home. Hey, Boz, I just look at your Twitter sphere here, and there was a comment around, uh, for all cities' dominance of possession and territory, not a serious save for Pickford to make. So mm. are you a little bit nervous about Manchester City's attack? Uh, not so much uh, the, the, the amount of you know, possession and dominance they had. And that was that was what I tweeted about on the weekend against Everton. And, you know, to be fair to Everton, they, they set themselves up really, mm. really good in the first half. But their manager, Pep Guardiola, he's, he's always evolving. He's always trying to stay a step ahead. And one of the main reasons that he, that he saw, the two main players he signed were Guardiola, who's a, who's a, a centre-back or a left-sided player, the Croatian, and also another player called Jeremy Doku. He signed from uh, from Rennes in France. They're both very good on the carrying the ball, like to basically take on a player or take on two players. And why he did this is because the other teams around the world now are coming up with you know with systems to stop Manchester City, and one of them is to basically stay in such good f- uh, formation that it's nearly impossible to penetrate the passing lane, which what Pep Guardiola's teams used to do. What these two players have added especially Doku, is the fact that they can take on players. So that forced the opposition to bring other players across. It's kind of like with rugby league, that if somebody is so dominant, say, in the centres, that they have to double up on defence. Well, if you double up on defence, especially if there's going to be an, an extra player at the other side of the pitch, and they've been doing doing that very, very well. Haaland and De Bruyne are two magnificent players, as we know. They've met, missed a lot of the winter through injury, especially De Bruyne. They're both back as well. So... Uh, it's, it's going to be a difficult task, like I said, uh, for, for Copenhagen. But we've seen him do it, do it before, you know, specifically this season in the same competition. It's just that I'm just going to see how that break, um, you know, how, how, they, how they'll cope with that break. Because like I said, it could be a godsend. It could be brilliant. They're fresh and they're hungry. But also you might be a little bit rusty. And being rusty against someone like Man City, you know, you might be three or four down at half time. This is, this is what's going to be really interesting. Hey, Bozzarino. Tell me this. When, yes. you, when you get into yes. the Champions League, I want to ask, yes. and it's a question without notice, uh, money-wise, what, what is it worth? I know you can't put an exact figure on it, but what is it worth oh, to, your, yeah. to your club? Is I it think, TV rights no, or no, the no, gate? I think, I think it's, a, it's, a, yeah, it's, a, it's a minimum. A minimum, I think, uh, of each club. I think a minimum. They released it the other day. I, I, if, if I knew, I, I, next time I come on, I'll get the exact figures for you. But I'm sure they said it was a minimum of 20 million euros for each club, and then it depends how far you go. So you get you get winning, you get you know obviously winnings as well. And look, you know, sometimes out of something bad comes something good. The, the proposed Super League, which fell over a year and a half ago, but subsequently was found by the European Court uh, of um, the, the European Union Court that it was legal to have. Uh, how, how do they put it? It was actually legal for the Super League to want to exist. So, so in other words, prospective clubs couldn't get banned from the current Champions League just by speaking to them. I still don't think it, it wasn't passed as legal. But anyway, as we know, the fans revolted and all that. That gave UEFA, the governing body, a, a, a little bit of a, you know, you could say a little bit of a, a proverbial kick up the backside mm. to increase the prize money more. 
So I think someone like Manchester City, who were champions last season, I think they, they made in the range of something like, I think, and I'll get those figures for you, but I'm sure I read it was something in the range of 100 million euros, mm. something like that, to, to, you know, and that's with, with like I said, bonuses and, and the fact that they're playing live on TV. Well, just to put it in perspective, so uh, as we all did over here yesterday, well, majority of us did, not all of us, let's, let's be honest, we watched the Super Bowl, fantastic event. Very disappointed for the 49ers, but uh, those Kaiser Chiefs that that Mahomes are absolute oh. class act. Mm. But that um, that rated so that rated yesterday. The ratings just come out 120 million in that's 120 million people watching in America. So if you put on say another 50 million worldwide, which is what the total was last year, so that's about 170 million people watched that worldwide yesterday. But the Champions League final of last year between Manchester City and Inter Milan, got 455 million people worldwide watching it. So oh. it, it, it compares up. But this is this is one of the reasons, because the wages-wise and what the clubs get money-wise, this is one of the reasons a lot of the American owners also own NFL teams were kicking up the stink because of the lack of money that they were getting in the Champions League in comparison to the Super Bowl when, you know, mm. really they, they, they get nearly, you know, nearly, what, two and a half times minimum the amount of viewers. So... But I'll get those figures for you next time, Flesh. Good, good on your question. Good on your boss. My other question is: Is there any uh, soccer players, any uh, footballers, either from uh, England or anywhere else, going out with a Taylor Swift like? I know Shakira was going out with that gentleman, but that sort of ended Shakira badly. Shakira, yeah, yeah. Is uh, it? Is right any... at this moment in time, yeah. Right at this moment in time, I don't know. I mean, during my day, obviously, and, and my ex teammate David oh, well, Beckham yes. went out with Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. Mm. She's no, she's nowhere ball, near yeah. as big as Taylor. No. Taylor's at that, no, no, uh, maybe not now, but at that time, she was the biggest thing. Sort of, you know, the, the Spice Girls were like, you know, well, they, they were like the female Beatles that time. I understand, I understand, story, but yeah. individually, she's nowhere near. Oh, Taylor. individually, yeah, but I'm not a real music buff, but I'll ask, I'll yes, ask, you are. I'll ask for you, you so, are, Brian, you, you are do a you buff, think, you like the Kaiser Chiefs. I just heard you say the Kaiser Chief, uh, tourist, <laughs> this is the Kaiser, <laughs> is it? <laughs> that was a slip of the tongue, Boz. I think you meant to say Kansas Chief yeah. when you said the Kaiser Chief, which we do like. Kaiser Chief, Kansas Chief, yeah. tomatoes, tomatoes. Yes. Really hey, so, Brian, yeah, let me ask you this, yeah. and I'll get Boz to chime in. Given the population at the time scale, etc., globally, do you think that Taylor Swift and Kelsey are bigger than Posh and Beckham at the same t- at time? No, not together. Together? Together. Who's bigger? Bex. Beckham's. The Beckhams. But Taylor blows posh. Yeah, that's true. Off the... Off yeah, the, that's true. Yeah. David but but Beck- as a couple, you're still on... Um, power couple. Yes. Definitely. Uh, Bonnie and Nathan Hindmarsh. And then <laughs> it goes the uh, Beckham. Yeah, Beckham's together. Okay. Do you agree with that? Do you agree with that, um, Boz? Is that a fair statement? Together? That seems... Pretty, well, you, you know your music better than me, but pretty much... I would say out of the four of them, I would say David Beckham. I, I am biased, and, and must be said, but yeah, I, I would say that, yeah. Yeah, da- David but Beckham's more famous is, than we're, I, like, Yeah, we're very, we're very lucky in terms of our sport, in terms of, you know, because of its world... Well, it's the number one sport worldwide, so yep. we're very lucky. So automatically, yep. if there's a football involved, it, it sort of reaches more people. Then. Definitely. But you know what? Music, I mean, you know, that's, that's huge as well. I mean, Oh, that's, that's absolutely massive, yeah. Well, tell Boz the stat. What what, what the Taylor Swift effect was? What's that? About the Super Bowl numbers went up by 111 million. That's right. So I'm wondering, was that the same effect? No, no, it didn't go up 111 million. Didn't go no, 111 went million. Up about went up 11 about million. Sorry, 11, 11 million. Seven percent, which yeah. is a huge number on a record. 11 million. Yeah. But I'm yeah. wondering, were the Spice yeah. Girl fans then attracted to 
to soccer because when Posh started oh, yeah. going out with with old Bexy. Well, I, I, I will I will give a little tip, and that's that's to all sports. I've, I've actually said this to a lot of administrators over here for for a long, long time. The the, the massive, I would say, not the massive. Because it was always big. The first division before the Premier League was always big. Anyone who went, who travelled, and went to Shanghai Airport in um, in Singapore would would see, you know, would sit down and see the, the. I mean, the old first division was everywhere. Remember, we used to have it here on ABC. But the Premier League went to a different level, and it went to a different level, in my opinion, in the nineties um, because of, of several reasons. One of them being that the interest that the, uh, that women got into the Premier League, and a lot of that was through. Uh, things like you just spoke about that's a very important thing is as we all know well the majority of us know that if the women if the woman and the kids want to go somewhere yep. you're going 100 percent. yep and that's what yeah. we boz we were talking yesterday with maddie johns about the the impact that the nrlw has had on the national rugby league because yeah. the interest the female interest and participation has gone through the roof well exactly right we know that from our sport as well you know, so it, there's, it, it's a million percent, yeah? We need an A-League uh, player to start going out with uh, Madonna. Her Madonna's on contrive the Contrive it. Let's, let's contrive it. it. Imagine, uh, yep. imagine we need a, we need a, I can't even name an A-League player, <laughs> but uh, Boz, I'm sure he could. A single uh, A-League player could go out with a, with a Madonna, for yep. example, because she's looking. Yeah, Bessart Barisha. She's on the hunt. Let's get Bessart Barisha. I think he's done. Isn't he? Is he? And our, and our man, Rhino Grant, he's, uh, he's taken. He's off the market. Yeah. Hey, Bozza, the those in the mix, according to the markets, Man City, Bayern Munich, Arsenal, Real Madrid, then there's a bit of a free fall. Outside yep. of Man City, Bayern Munich, Arsenal and Real Madrid, who could you see stunning everyone and making it way through to the Champions League final? Well, on Thursday morning, the game that we've got is one of those teams. So that's uh, well, they, uh, Paris Saint Germain. They like to. They, they're really making a big push to be called just Paris. So we will yeah. just call them Paris. Uh, they're coming up against the Spanish side, the Real Sociedad, which they, they should account for no problem. But there's always that PSG effect, as everyone refers to it in the game, where they they tend to sometimes when they look as though they've got everything sewn up, they throw things away. Um, so. They got they got a new manager this season, Luis Enrique. He was a, a fabulous player for for both Barcelona and Real Madrid, and he's actually won the competition before as a manager with Barcelona as well. So he's got he's got plenty of experience, and he's not scared of the big players in terms of having to make decisions. But I think is is a good thing for them because there was a time there when it seemed as though these the players were just making all the decisions that it really didn't work for them. So there's them, and there's also Barcelona, who I'd never rule out. They're not playing until next week. They come up against Napoli. Um, but uh, those two teams are, are really good outside bet. So um, especially PSG, especially in the fact I just spoke about their manager, but they've got to argue one of the best players in the world in Kylian Mbappe as well, who's, who's absolutely lightning and rapid. and will give it, he, he can give any defence in the world, as we've seen at World Cups, problems. So, you know, and the fact is that, you know, th- there is a chance. There's been rumours recently that he, he may be headed for, you know, uh, for, for for somewhere else, but possibly Real Madrid. So you never know, this may be his swan song, which is always a massive motivation for any player. Bozzanator, I'm going to have my alarm set on Friday morning because our team, the young boys, uh, <laughs> versus Sporting at the Wankdorf in the, Europe, in the uh, Europa League. Then they have middle fart in the Swiss League the next day. I'd like to see young boys v middle fart at Wankdorf. That would be my, ult- that would be my ultimate, ultimate morning. 
morning. <laughs> that, uh, well, well that, that could be arranged. Don't worry about that. You're right. So we've got the Europa League and the Conference League, the, the other two, the, the second and third tier competitions coming back on on, um, on Friday morning. And uh, whereas it's the round of 16 and obviously knockout uh, in the Champions League, uh, with the Europa League and the uh, European Conference League, the teams that finish first in all their groups are, are into the round of 16. This is what's called the knockout stage. It's the last 32. And young boys come up against Sporting of Lisbon. You're right. Yep. The, the game that we're going to concentrate on is AC Milan versus the French side. Fair Rams. enough. Fair call. Cool. Um, but there's some really good games there. But uh, young boys, like I said, uh, you know, they, they were in a, a very difficult group, but they ended up getting uh, third place. So so they're in, like I said, they're in that into that playoff. And they're very, very difficult team to beat at home. But the thing is, you know, they're coming up against a team um, from Portugal who are second in the league and a very, very good side. They're, they're well, you can say they're equal first, only second on goal difference to to, to Bayern Munich. So they're they're a very, very good side, and it's going to be difficult for them. But anything's possible at the Wankdorf, as you know. <laughs> uh, anything is impossible. You close your eyes, and I just think of Wankdorf. What about if I can put you on the spot? If I can put you on the spot, Boz. Uh, I understand you were out at Pink. What was your favourite song of Pink? Oh well, look. Okay, I, uh, Pink. Every uh, nearly every song. Um, I don't know the name of it, but nearly every one of them. Was Could you fantastic. hum it? It was a really great. It was a great show. It was a great show. Mm. And uh, what she did at the end when she went on this, you know, that cable they have. Um, you know, Kanye, that cable they have yeah. normally, they have the, the sort of the camera, camera that you yeah. know with the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she actually went on that herself. I don't know. If she she loves it, doesn't she? Yeah. Going, yeah, she was going around the whole stadium. Yeah, absolutely around the whole stadium. But the the, the you can say the epitaph to that story was my little boy, uh, who's been training very hard to be fair. But he's only turned seven. After the first song, he just said, "Can he just go inside where the box was, um, and can he lay down?" And I thought, "Here we go." And I, I thought, as soon as he laid down, I had to get him a blanket. And the, the people from the SCG Trust were fantastic. They gave him a blanket. He pretty much slept through the whole concert. So it was very <laughs> difficult for me. And I didn't want. It was really, you know, my wife and my daughter. They, they, they were. They're really pink fanatics. So I, I let them sort of go outside and really enjoy the atmosphere. But I was, I was inside pretty much with him for the whole night. So, but I still, I was going to the window and back. But um, yeah, I, I, I wanted to make sure that he was okay. There you go. Bozza, once again on fire. The board's lit up. They're it absolutely is. loving you, Bozza. Uh, quick one, Parramatta. Your gut feel they finish where this year? Uh. uh well, I'm going to be positive and say win it. And if not, oh. my number two team, the Roosters, win it. There yep. you go. Okay. And yep. you know what, Brian? Yeah. Uh, I'm on. See, Cleary got the Panthers home. Mahomes got the Chiefs home. Our man Boz has just spoke about Mbappe with Paris Saint-Germain. You're on. I'm in. I'm well, on. Uh, I'm in. Bozza, this is your song because it's very apt. The song is called <laughs> Trouble, and that's what you are. Boz, great to hear, hear from you. Have a great night, and I'll see you down the fish market. See in, you, Boz. Uh, in the not-too-distant future. Care. Take care, gentlemen. I love the boys. MBX. Yep. I'm going to get my number plates, MBX. It's not MBX. Yeah, it is. XMB. Nah, Mark Bosnich. Kiss, kiss. Is it? Yeah, it's MBX. Okay. Catch all the way for Champions League Live, exclusive and in 4K on Stan Sport with who? Sorry? MBX. MBX, MBX. of course. Get them Friday morning. Get around it. RBX is going to join us after this. Yeah. Ronnie Who's Blakey, that? Ronnie Blakely. Ronnie Blakey. He's going to join us after the break. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say or text 0457736736. Whatever you've missed, the podcast waiting for you. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. So much content there. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. More to come. Final half hour on the other side with Ronnie.